I usually wait back there for a while to just kind of feel what, you know, the sense of what's going on in here and um, hear from God. See what he's telling me about this morning. It's quite interesting what he told me about this morning. He said, um, when we went, I'm going to explain this the best I can. He said, it's the same as Ramah. And I said, okay. And I understood what he was talking about. When we went to Ramah, they didn't teach much on healing. So most of the people that went to Ramah were so built up on the healing scriptures that we listened to everything else. They taught on faith, faith, prayer, you know. But healing wasn't, it really wasn't hit, believe it or not, which is surprising. So what I saw happen was people were so busy doing their homework, because you got a lot of homework, <laughs> that they kind, if, if they were used to confessing the word and confessing healing and in their healing scriptures, they kind of were so busy with everything else that they were hearing and seeing and having to do in homework that they let that part slip by. And right now, we're just hitting prosperity like this. And I know I ask this often, but how many of you are doing your healing scriptures every day? Two of us? Three of us? Okay, I'm going to tell you, get in it. Because this was what, you, what, what they would say when you'd go to Ramah, not at Ramah, but the students and the community there. That they had so many different sicknesses that came upon people in the Rama or Broken Arrow, Tulsa area that, you remember that? That, um, especially on Rama students, that they couldn't understand that. Well, I could understand it after God spoke to me and said, listen, you've got to keep that field plowed, the weeds out of it. No matter what you're learning, you've got to keep that area constantly cultivated and in the word in this area and that goes for accidents you know an accident and a sickness they're two different things and someday I'll have pastor teach on that but you've got to keep that area I, I've taught before on on the field and how you have different rows you have green beans here and corn here and string beans and or zucchini whatever if you if you did not weed the patch over here where the green beans were or whatever, the weeds would take over it. And that's what's happening. And so we need to beef up the, healings, the healing word because faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. So we don't want you all completely rich and prosperous and not be whole, healed and whole. Do you understand what I'm saying here? So it's very, very important to keep those healing scriptures, you know, you've got your different areas that you know, and I'll, I'll put it bluntly, if you know in your family line there are cer certain things that your family deals with, some families deal with back, some neck, some shoulder, some feet, whatever, you're going to have to get those scriptures out for you because that's part of the curse 
that was placed on your family and we were redeemed from the curse, we've got to keep that thing off. I remember, if you remember when Abraham, um, God met Abraham and the covenant and the whole thing, what happened? What did Abraham have to do with, with the, the, those, remember? I want, you to, I want someone to tell me what kind tried to come in and swoop down and, and what did he have to do? When God did the blood covenant. Remember? With Abraham. You know what I'm talking about. The birds. Yeah. The prey that tried to come. He had to keep it off. That thing always does that. That's so aggravating. I guess that's the da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Praise the Lord. So it's up to us. <laughs> it's our signal. <laughs> so that's the prey. Keep it off. Okay. But we have to do, we have to do that. Okay, and you're going to find that out in this sermon today, wherever it is. Um, but anyway, that's what I got this morning when I was sitting back there. All God had to say, it's the same thing that's going on here that went on at Ramah. And I went, okay, got it. We're going to fix that right now. So get in the healing scriptures. That's what I'm going to tell you. If you've had symptoms come on you that are unusual, that you haven't had, um, you know that something's gone. And when you see, and I had a, I go to lunch with a pastor's wife, usually once a week, friend. And um, they've been going through the same thing. A lot, of, a lot of people have symptoms. And we do not need that. You know what? We've been redeemed from those things. My, my favorite scripture, what do I write on things? Anybody? Good heavens, it's getting hotter. <laughs> okay, there. What's my, what, if I write something, what scripture do I write down? Beloved, I wish above all things that I would prosper and be in health as my soul prospers. Second favorite scripture. <clears throat> they cried unto the Lord, and he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from all destruction. Where is that? Pardon? 19 and 20. You better have some um, relief. Um, Capsules. What does what does Charles Caps call them? Gospels. Okay, let's go ahead and <clears throat> receive this February thirds <laughs> tithe and offering. And congratulations, John. I hope your team wins today. <laughs> well, that's it. I hope you pray for them. So I told Pastor, when the Bears played, are you praying for them? No. Well, you better be out there praying for them if you want them to win. Amen? Hear that? Okay. <clears throat> Terry, would you pray over this? You've been studying the word on healing and, and on prosperity, so go for it. <clears throat> Amen. Can you hand me my part of the sermon or my sermon for a minute? It's up there. Or do you have it? Get, go ahead, Dan. <clears throat> Mine is written on. 
<laughs> can always tell mine. <clears throat> Thank you very much. Let's, can I, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to go to the scripture in Proverbs 16. 16.3 only. <clears throat> and the calendar, you all get one, but youth, you have a game night at the Taylor's. This Friday from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. And, of course, this is the Ad Fund Sunday. They've already received the offering. So if, you're, if you desire to give in the Ad Fund, just I'll hand it to Pastor, I guess, or Terry or whoever. Um, Wednesday night, we are now into Crefro Dollar. It's very good. Teaching on the blessing. It's very, very good. You need to understand that. And then, of course, we have prayer and children workers need to be here early and then family service. And so if you look on the calendar on the 22nd, we are um, going to do something for I don't know how long, but we're going to have a video and dinner family night at 630 at the church, which is a Friday night once a month or it might even go more than that. I don't know. Um, so let's look at Proverbs 16 a minute the scripture that um, I have been meditating on most of the week. Pastor, come on up here. Children's Church, who's the children's person today? John, I'm going to let the youth out. If they want to get out with John, they love to be with you, if that's okay with you, John. All right. If you guys want out, go. If you don't, stay. Whatever you want. But, John, keep them back there for a second because I'm going to go ahead and let you here, oh, you get the tape anyway, don't you? Okay, bye. See you later, alligator. Okay, Proverbs 16, 3. I've been meditating on this. I saw this in a book. Commit, <clears throat> I'm, I want you to have this in you so this sermon will mean more to you, okay? Commit, Proverbs 16, 3. Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. And I'm going to teach later on that, but I want you to have it. Roll your works upon the Lord, commit and trust them wholly to him. He will cause your thoughts to become agreeable to his will, and so shall your plans be established and succeed. That right there is going to be my scripture for this month going to meditate upon this scripture because I've already started you know there are certain things that stick out to me certain months and I'll meditate on them so when we get down to that part um, I'll be teaching more on that so go ahead my darling husband my darling has handsome husband it's somebody nice to him it's almost Valentine's Day so and I'm just kidding I'm always nice <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. Getting your points in while you can. All right. Yeah, I can. Mm -hmm. I'm a smart woman. Well, let me tell you first of all who is going to win the Super Bowl. The coach. <laughs> coach Hobble. How can I get his name out now? Hobble. Okay. Anyway, that's the coach that's going to win. Oh, boy. Huh? They're oh, well. brothers. <laughs> so it's a war against brothers? Oh, good. That ought to be something to watch. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to watch it anyway. 
and we're not putting it on, what do you call that thing? Commercial. V, we're I not going to run a VCR because the one time we, we put it on, we broke for, for dinner, came back, and it didn't show. <laughs> John and Whitney have not been to our house ever again since, since that time. And it was the best Super Bowl they ever had, they said. And it was during that time. So, yeah, but we, I changed commercials. I won't watch them, so too yeah, bad. Then the, then the VCR didn't copy the last part of it. That's okay. You can do whatever. Maybe someone will invite you. Okay. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Let's, let's look at the nugget this morning. Keep us out of trouble. Who okay. are you talking to? Want to pray first? It helps. <laughs> Go ahead and pray. Okay. Father, we just praise you. We thank you. We glorify your name for the anointing that has already destroyed every yoke of bondage. And for this word, this seed that will fall on good ground, good soil, because we have prepared ourselves. We have cultivated ourselves. And I thank you, Father God, that you have anointed Pastor and I to, to preach and teach the uncompromised, not the uncompromised word of the uncompromised word of God in Jesus' name. Amen. We don't compromise the word of God. Okay, go okay, for it. The nugget. Man. The only way trouble, the only way trouble should get us down. One more time. The only way trouble should get us down is on our knees to pray. The only way trouble should get us down on our knees is to pray? Mm-hmm. Okay. So otherwise, trouble shouldn't Thanks, bother Dan. you. Okay. <sighs> Bright hopes and... and <laughs> I'm sorry. I just can't quit laughing. It's a happy, merry spirit for me. Sorry. Ignore it. It's hard to when you're up front. I'll move. <laughs> so bad now I can't even read with my glasses. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's all laugh, okay? <laughs> we all need to laugh. George Pearson said we needed to laugh, right, this morning? So let's laugh. Ha ha, ha ha, ha ha, ha ha. <laughs> you know, he said that um, if, if you had been here this morning, you would have heard about when who sowed in famine, and what did he do? We need to laugh, don't we? So start laughing. And Isaac's name means? Laughter. Okay, so mm -hmm. we got it all together. Bright hopes and ambitious plants, are they still in your year ahead? Or have you become spiritually short-sighted? Hmm, it's already February, first, first week of February. In a recent uh, survey, it is found that 70% of those that made New Year's resolutions couldn't keep them even through the month of 
January. They ate. <laughs> You're good. All right. So how can, how can we make this a great year? Second Corinthians 5 and 7. Second Corinthians 5 and 7 tells us. How are you going to keep on the year before you? 2 Corinthians 5 and 7 reads, For we walk by faith, not by sight. That's how you're going to do this coming year. You need to walk by faith. Faith is the eye of the Spirit. Faith is the eye of the Spirit. It is that which visualizes the unseen. It is that which gives tangibility to the invisible. Turn with me to Romans chapter 4. In Romans chapter 4. I'm looking at verse 17. That's Romans 4, 17. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he be uh, believed... Even God who quickened the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. So we need to call those things that be not as though they were. That's your vision, dreams, and goal because it's not there yet, but you've got to speak it forth. And I have a, everybody say amen to that? Amen. Okay, good. Now turn with me to Romans chapter 1. Looking at verse 17. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Who are you? The just. The just. You need to live by faith. Amen. Amen. This means that uh, you must live continually by faith. You just can't stop it. You have to go from faith to faith. From glory to glory. That means you need to Go up a notch on your faith. You start with small faith and you go to intermediate faith and then greater faith and greater faith, larger faith and so forth. Amen? This means you live uh, from faith to faith as revelation comes to you. As you read the Word of God, you're going to see certain things come to light and you have to receive that and walk forward. You just can't lay that revelation down. You have to take it. God, as you read God's Word, as you, as you get into God's Word, your dreams, vision, and goals, those revelations that's coming to you, you've got to receive it. You just can't, well, that's for another time. Or I'll try that next week. You've got to put it, faith is now. So you have to activate it now. You have to say, okay, I've got to put this in me now. Okay? Amen. Okay. Now turn with me to the book of Hebrews. We're going to be jumping around quite a bit this morning. Hebrews chapter 12. And if you are uh, entitling this uh, study this morning, Keeping Faith. Keeping Faith is the title of it. Hebrews chapter 12, looking at verse 2. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. So Jesus is the author and finisher. He's the source of our faith. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 
Jesus doesn't do anything haphazardly. It's the ultimate. It's the finest. So he has given us the finest faith that you can walk in. Glory to God. Turn with me now to 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, look at verse 13. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believe, and therefore I have spoken. We also believe, and therefore speak. We've been given that faith. We need to believe it and speak it forth. That dream, vision, and goal was given to you to accomplish. Thank you, Lord, for the amens. Glory to God. The voice of faith speaks directly to mountains. The need or the problem. It does not talk about the problem. Speak your vision, dream, or goal. Ephesians chapter 4. Boy, I have you running around today, don't we? Ephesians chapter 4, looking at verse 4, uh, verse 1, pardon me. Ephesians 4, 1. Therefore, I therefore, a prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you are called. The vocation is using your faith. Your faith, people. I don't care what they say. <laughs> So well, I'm a Christian, but that means you have faith in Jesus Christ. You're a faith person. And you have to believe everything the Word of God tells you. Because if you don't receive everything, that means you're not in full accordance with God. Oh boy. Ephesians chapter 5. At least we're in, in the same proximity. Verse 15, see then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Walk how? Walk in faith. We must use caution. We can't be foolish, it says here. Our enemy is crafty and wily. He will do everything to kill your faith. To steal your joy and True. destroy your soul. Kill, steal, and destroy. In Mark chapter 4, uh, familiar, all, all these are familiar scriptures. In Mark chapter 4, look at this. It's talking about the sower sows the seed. The parable of the sower. sower. But I want to go down to Verse 50, 15. And these are they which by the wayside where the word was sown. But when they heard, have heard, Satan comes immediately to take away the word. So Satan is here this morning. Not him, but his friends. He wants to take the word which is going forth right now so you can't receive it. If he takes the word, you don't grow. You can't mature. So you know you have to receive this word. Receive it, meditate it, bring it forth into your life. Amen? Mm -hmm. 
Why does he want to steal the word? Because it produces faith. That's right. So anybody, anybody tells you, well, you don't have to read that in the, in the word of God. They're stealing your faith. It's not for today. They're stealing your faith. Whoa. It's for back yonder. It was for... Oh, here we go. This book hasn't changed. It's, it's a live book. Our Constitution of the United States has not changed. It's a live book, but they're saying it's changed. We've got to do other things. It's wrong. That's right. Our Constitution was framed with the Word of God in it. And they're saying, don't believe it. We, you know, there, there's some people right now saying, we have to get rid of it. She has a how hand many, up. How many have read the Constitution? Hands up. How many have read it? Go back and read it. If you have an iPad, go back and read it. It's really interesting. The Lord, I can't share it with you because it was something. I shared it with Pastor that the Lord always talks to me or not always in the bathroom. And so the other night he spoke to me on some things and I asked Pastor, is this what's going on? Because I don't watch the news. Unless God tells me to turn on the news, I don't watch the news. And he said, yeah. And um, I said, okay. So I kind of shared with him about what we're about ready to see. So greater is he that's in you than, you're, than he that's in the world. Go ahead. We're talking about keeping faith. The that's way right. to use faith is to take God at his word and count him faithful in granting what is asked in the name of Jesus. Expect the completed answer, whether you see it at once or not. Our part is to cooperate with faith and not hinder its workings with doubts and questionings. That's right. Amen. Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10, looking at verse 35. It says, cast not away, uh, therefore your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. What is your confidence? Your confidence is faith. And when you put your faith out there, you're rewarded for it. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Cast. Don't throw away your faith. It brings you the reward. That's right. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, let's go down to the next chapter. 11, uh, Hebrews 11, verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. That's Hebrews eleven six. This is the one sure way to please God. You can make God, how would you like to make God happy? Just walk in faith. Faith is simple. It's believing God without wavering, without doubting, without questioning his ways. It is taking God at his word and believing that what he has promised he is able to perform it. Glory to God. You have something there? Not no, yet. No, mine, okay. mine comes down here when you 
Okay. Proverbs. The ground for faith is that it is accepted by God and is and it rests solely upon his word. The groundwork of faith that is accepted by God rests solely on the word. Romans yeah. chapter 10. In Romans chapter 10, again, familiar scripture. Romans chapter 10, looking at verse 17. So faith, Romans 10, 17. So faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So that's the only way God is going to accept things. By his word, through his word. If you're going to pray, you better pray his word. Pray the answer to your problem through the word. Don't pray your problem. Oh Lord, these are around and not put the word in it. All you have to say, Lord, your word is above this problem. I live to see the word come to pass in my life. Hallelujah. Go to the book of Luke, chapter 5. Let's see how the word works here. Luke chapter 5. Um, Jesus is uh, looking for disciples. Well, let's start with verse 1. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gezernet, and he saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered in one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Verse 4. And when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch into the deep and let down your nets for a drought. And Simon, verse 5, And Simon answering him, Master, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing. Look what he says. Nevertheless, at thy, what? At thy word, I will let down the net. And of course, we find out a great multitude of fish come in. You should have put down more than one net because that's what Jesus said. Put down your nets. And Simon said, well, I'll stick out our net there just at thy word. So, you know, some of us are that way. I'll do it, Lord. But, you know, and we could, wow, if I would only did what he said, I would have a greater blessing. Hello. That's true. Faith is more than an act. It's an attitude. Faith is more than an act. It is an attitude. Faith is in submission to God's government. A yielding to his authority and being in compliance with his revealed will. You need to read that again. Okay. Faith is more than an act. It is an attitude. Faith is submission to God's government. A yielding to his authority and being in compliance with his revealed will. Glory to God. 
Y'all might want to write down that that all down. Did you get it? Has, did he say it slow enough to where you got that? That's that is that there is a nugget. Faith. Go ahead. One more. One more. Different. Slower. Faith in God is coming to the end of self. Faith in God is coming to the end of self. It means you can't put yourself above God's word anymore. You've got to follow what God says. Most of us are putting ourselves ahead of God's word. Oh, boy, that run over some toes. I heard it in the spirit. Ouch, ouch. Faith is a spirit of entirely dependence of God or on God. Faith is entirely dependent upon God. Okay. Faith secures life. And this is where she's going to kick in. Proverbs chapter 16. Find Proverbs chapter 16. No, no, no. We're going to go somewhere else first. Oh, she's going to go someplace else first. So. We're going to okay. go to Hebrews 11. Hebrews chapter 11. She wants to go to Hebrews chapter 11. Hallelujah. Now faith is not yesterday's faith, not tomorrow's faith, but now faith is. The substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. I'm going to go ahead and read this out of um, the Amplified. Now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things we hope for. Being the proof of things we do not see and the conviction of the reality, faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. Now, when I told you when we went to Tulsa, we sold our home in Watsonville, and our desire was to always be able to buy a, pay cash for a house. And so we did. And it was that house that... Um, you know, it's it's those of you that are buying homes and whatever. When you get that title deed, I mean, you you really feel like you have accomplished a lot. Hallelujah. I mean, just I mean, those of you that are buying houses, you just stop and think of what you're not going to have to pay out every month. It's kind of like a car. I hate car payments. I don't like them. I just, I just don't like them because you know, the minute you drive off the you know, it's, 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 you lose, it used to be a thousand, I don't know what you lose now, you know, but anyway, it was really nice to just get that title deed. Now in Oklahoma, it's different the way they do it, but it was really nice when we got that title deed. I mean, that, it's ours, and we can take it from us, and we knew that that, that house was going to be what we were going to use as seed in starting this church. Okay, we didn't we didn't know it then, but we knew that it was going to launch us out into the into the ministry, and so that was an exciting thing that we knew we held in our hands. We actually held in our hands what was needed for where, whatever God had us to do, which was a real blessing. Amen. So when we did come to Santa Maria, we had um, some of the money left from it because we had to use. We, I, we've cool. never shared. A bad year in the ministry, how to learn 
what not to do and someday maybe we will but it was it was a riot it was not a riot but it learned we learned patience and trust and we learned a lot that year but anyway most of that money went into buying equipment and paying the rent and whatever so we had that that money to to, to use for that you know what i mean so now faith is the assurance and the confirmation the title deed of the things we hope for so you have faith is your title deed okay faith in what faith in the word we hope for being the proof of things we do not see and the conviction of the of their reality faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses for by faith trust and holy fervor born out of faith the men of old have a divine testimony born to them and obtained a good report so it's through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of god so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear I'm going to go ahead and read it in the Amplified. By faith we understood that the worlds during the successive ages were framed, fashioned, put in order, and equipped for their intended purpose by the word of God so that what we see was not made out of things yet, things which are visible. Okay, we know that God spoke the word and it, was done if you read genesis chapter one amen god said and it 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 happened god said and it happened god said and it happened amen so we need to understand this as pastor gave that one um scripture i believe it was luke 5 at his words they let down the net and they caught even though they had toiled all night those fish were out there I mean, they just didn't, I mean, if you're ever out there where there are fish, there are, sometimes you'll see schools of fish, but those fish were just out there and at the command of Jesus, but they had, when Jesus said, let down your net, those fish had to come and be prepared to jump in that net. That was, what they, that was their calling on this earth. Be ready when you're called to get in the nets. Amen. So there are many things out there that God has out there that he's just waiting for a group of people or a people, a person or whatever. But I believe he's going to use at least this group because we're coming into unity. We've just kind of shied away from the healing part that needs to be taught which will be i guarantee it but right now we're studying prosperity and it is out there it is waiting to be spoken in and brought in to the net or our bosom or wherever you want to say it okay men shall give in to your bosom okay so that's just you know if you're a tither and you're a giver and you're sowing seeds, and if you're giving your first fruits and things that you know that in your heart that you need to do, 
then know that you know it is, it's out there, ready to come into your net. Okay, I want you to look at it that way this morning. So just kind of visualize this, okay? All right. Pardon me, just Go ahead, on that part there. It's ready to come into your net. Remember, Jesus asked Peter, or Peter said, uh, Jesus asked Peter about taxes. And uh, yeah, we got to pay taxes. And what did Jesus say? Go out fishing. The first fish open its mouth and our taxes will be in it. The first. So the first one took care of the taxes. The rest was in abundance. Think about it. God has it all prepared for you. That's right. It's already out there. You have to be what? Take faith and put it to action. Do what he tells you to do in the word. Exactly. And it's going to come back. It's going to take care of the problem. And there's going to be a blessing with it. Now I'm going to go a little deeper into what he just spoke. God, Jesus used what Peter understood. Okay? So, Peter understood fishing. Okay? So, Jesus is going to use what you have implanted in you and what you understand. This is really important. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. So that's why I said earlier, you've got to have your rows of things that you have planted so you know that you know that you know the word of God is true in this area and nobody can take that from you. So Peter was a fisherman. He understood fishing. He un and he was obedient. Go to the first fish, get it. The taxes will, the tax money will be there. And it was. Okay. So, let's move on to this. So it says, by faith, or through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that, the, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith, we understand that the world's were framed, fashioned, put in order, and equipped. That word equipped is very important. God has already placed it out there. It's out there. We are equipped with it. It's already, it's, it's already been placed there for us, okay? Um, for their intended purpose by the word of God so that we, what we see was not made out of things which are visible. This is where most people miss it. If they have a poverty mentality or, or whatever, where, whatever your mentality is, the enemy is going to try to work on that. And you, have, you know, you've got to get the scriptures, build yourself up in those areas. And especially if, if, if you've been raised with that, I was not. Okay? 
I was never spoken in our home, just, just wasn't. Even though my mom wasn't really a believer, she believed in tithing and she tithed. I mean, that, that was never, in our home, we were always told, you can be whatever you desire to be and you better be the best. Okay? So, praise God. Um, we were never told we were stupid, ignorant, or whatever. She might get upset and beat us, but, or whip us, but we were never, we, we were never put down. We were never, um, you know, as far as in, in, in the intellectual realm, okay? So thank God, okay? So let's look at this for a, bit, a minute. I liked what Pastor said. Faith is more than an act. It is an attitude. Faith is submit, submission to God's government and yielding to his authority and being in compliance with his revealed will, which is his word. So if you don't have the word, you don't know his will. It's impossible. Okay? And so as we look at this, fashion, put in order, and equip for their intended purpose by the word of God so that what we see was not made out of things which are visible. So you might not be able to see it in the natural, but it is out there, and, and it's been proven time and time and time again in the word of God. Remember when um, the prophet kept saying, you know, when it was time to rain, go out and check and see if there's any clouds because he knew it was going to rain. And finally, what did, the, what, did, what did his helper come back and say? There's a cloud out there the size of a fist, right? Am I correct? I might have the, you know what I mean? I'm paraphrasing. Pardon? A hand. A hand, hand, fist, whatever. That's a little cloud. But another time, they had all these people that, around them, and the prophet said there are more, of, more for us than for them, and all those angels were around them. But you couldn't see that in the natural eye. You saw it in the spirit realm, and this is where God is trying to lead you into the things of the spirit. Okay, so let's go ahead and um, understand that at his word, we need to let down our nets. And so that's why we are building you up so heavily right now during this time of, um, I don't know what you want to call it with this. I don't, you know, they call, call it everything, depression, whatever you want to call what this country's going through or the world is going through. What did you say was in that bank account in Zimbabwe, the whole? $217 in the whole country. $217, and yet they have, is that where they get the, the blood diamonds? Only, they only have $217. Listen, doesn't matter. It's out there for us. So I want you to get this, I want you to get this, this um, mindset this morning that it's already out there waiting for us to tap into it through faith in the word of God. So let's go ahead and um, I want you to kind of, if you have a paper, whatever, draw a square. Just draw a square. This is how I do it. Draw yourself a square. You're gonna, you need to frame it in. You need to frame it 
with the word of God. So, so your, world, your world is framed by God's word. There's no other way that you can become what God desires you to become without framing your world with the word. You have to. You just have to. You know, you've got, you've got to set that goal, that vision out there and frame it. So let's look at this Proverbs 16 <clears throat> that I've been meditating on. And like I said, I'm going to meditate on it this month or it might just be this whole year. I don't know. Along with my other reading, I would suggest that you also, if this um, becomes rhema to you today, if it doesn't today, trust me, it will. Okay, commit, commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. Commit thy works, and thy thoughts shall be established. Okay, commit God's word. Commit thy word unto the Lord. So you commit yourself to be a speaker of the word along with your works unto the Lord. Now, this goes back to, at his word, we need to let down our nets. That was Peter's professional job. He was a fisherman, okay? But God has so much more out there. He's desiring to give the people of this congregation witty ideas, witty inventions, everything and anything that, that you could even can't even think beyond anything you can desire ask or think is how he desires to bless you and so at his word we need to let down the net so i want us to look at this this way commit your works or your and the word unto the lord and thy thoughts shall be established we know that we are renewed, our mind is renewed by the word of God. The renewing of the, you know, the washing of your, your mind is with the word of God. So it's, that's the only thing that's going to do it. That's why 2 Corinthians 10, 5 is so real to me. Because I had to literally wash out my thought life and keep it that way. I could not allow, you know, sometimes you'll hear me, and I don't mean to be rude. If I walk in and hear a conversation and walk by it, and I, it, it's just an automatic thing that comes out of me, I'll say, don't say that. Or I'll change the conversation. And I, it might seem rude to some of you, but it is so natural to me to just say it. Because if you speak it out, I like Gloria Copeland taught on this one time. The angels just have to kind of stop. You know, you've spoken out the word of God. The angels are at work. They're going out there and bringing it in. And all of a sudden, we speak something out there. And they just have to stop right in their spot, put their hands behind their back, and just kind of, they're, they're, they're paralyzed. And so we need to see this, how important this word is to us right now. Because we are in emergency status. You understand that? Do you all understand where we are in this country and where we are in, in the times of the spirit, in the times of 
our time left here on this earth. Let's put it that way before the rapture. Okay. Not every Christian is going to make it in the rapture. If they decide to fall back, they're going to be left here and they're going to be shocked because it talks about the great falling away and it's already happening. We can't allow that. You know, I like the, the list that George gave. I have it somewhere here. But anyway, so he says, let's move on here. I want to go to verse, what did you drop? Dropping. Your thing Ooh. came off of your thing. Okay, let's go ahead. Let's look at these things. Um, the plans, let's go to verse 1. The plans of the mind and orderly thinking belong to man, but the Lord comes, but from the Lord comes the wise answer of the tongue. All the ways of man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirits and thoughts and intents of the heart. Roll your works upon the Lord, commit and trust them wholly to you. He will cause your thoughts to become agreeable to his will, and so shall your plans be established and succeed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, church, that God... God is moving very quickly for those that will get in line with his word, get their confession aright with his word, get their giving aright with his word. Everything they do line up with his word. Hallelujah. Because there is not that much time left, and he's moving very... He's looking. His, the Bible says his eyes are searching to and fro, looking for those that will be obedient to his word and do what he asks them to do. So let's move on to a few more scriptures here. Um, verse, verse 9, a man's heart deviseth his way, but the Lord directs his steps. This is why we need to know what the word of God says. When you have the word of God in you so deep, if your mind wants to go another way, your spirit will gear you back, will literally turn you back, and your, your spirit man will speak to your soul if your soul is being renewed to the word of God. And this is where we need to be. We, we've needed to be here for many years, and people should be here, but I'm going to tell you, you need to find, we all need to fine-tune some areas. Like, you know, have you ever looked down at your watch, and maybe it's slow, and you need to you need to fix it so it's on the right time so you won't be late. Very important. You know, so let's look at verse 20, 23. The heart of the wise teacheth his mouth and addeth learning to his lips. Verse 32. He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he that rule his spirit than he that taketh the city. Hallelujah. So right now, as I, as I meditate on this scripture, the Lord, commit thy works unto the Lord. Or for me right now, it's commit my words unto the Lord. I make a commitment to you, God, to speak forth what your word says so that I will be obedient to your word. It's, and my works must line up with the word. I hope you're getting what I'm saying here. Then he says, and thy thoughts shall be established. So as you commit yourself to the Lord or your works and the word lines up with your works to the Lord, your thoughts will be established. You won't move away from it. You can't, you're, you're, just, you're just like set. I'm set 
I'm moving forward. I'm not moving backward. I refuse to. That's how Paul was able to say one thing I do is I will not look behind, but I press on to the mark of high calling. Amen? Amen. So commit everything over to the Lord, and it shall be established. A powerful insensitive to adopt and pursue the word, a powerful incentive, I'm sorry, to adopt and pursue the word in our lives. Okay, take over. Okay, Dan, you remember what, tell me, uh, God's thoughts are towards us as, well, remember with that script, it was a huge number. Well, he'll, he'll be looking up, he might have written it down. It's been a while. I do have one more scripture. I'm so sorry. Okay, well, so it was, wow. So let's go to, uh, since... Well, you're turning to whatever he Proverbs says. Proverbs chapter 3. Okay, let me finish this. Commit thy works or his words unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. God framed his works by his word. So I'm going to give the last scripture, okay? Go ahead. Okay, Proverbs chapter 3, let's begin with verse 1. I'm going to read it through 1 through 10. My son, forget not my law, but let thy heart keep my commandments. For length of days, long life, and peace shall be added unto thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck, write them upon the table of thy heart. So shall thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord, and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel, and moral to thy bones. Honor the Lord with thy substance, and with firstfruits of all thy increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy press shall burst out with new wine. Glory to God. So um, this, is, this is a small list here of elements that will contribute to your year of excellence. Number one, it says keep God's commandments and, not, and forget not his law. If you do that, you'll enjoy three blessings. Length of days, long life, and peace. Two, live by mercy and truth, and you will be popular and of good reputation with God and man. Three, trust in the knowledge of the Lord for the direction and guidance. Four, fear the Lord and forsake evil, and you'll have good health. Wow. Number five, honor and give praise to the Lord for your possessions and financial well-being. Okay. It is our responsibility to maintain and further develop our faith. Again, it's our responsibility to maintain and further develop our faith. Making the decisions, making the decision to develop and operate faith will bring about the life of God into circumstances and situations for other lives as well as ours. 
Let me read that part again. Making the decision to develop and operate in faith will bring about the life of God into circumstances and situations for others, other lives as well as ours. The dreams, visions, and goals that you have for this year will manifest as you keep the faith. We sang a couple of songs. Bind the problems, loosen the blessings. Matthew 18 and 18. Shout the voice of triumph. Shout the voice of victory. That's what you need to do. A year of surrender. This year of surrender will bring larger blessings than a million years of selfishness. Glory to God. And you got something? Mm -hmm. And she has the final say. I have the final say. No, I don't. I never get the final say. Um, well, sometimes. So, I'm going to go through pastors' five things again. Some of you didn't get it written down. Keep God's commandments and forget not his laws. And enjoy three blessings. Length of days, long life, and peace. Two, live by mercy and truth for popularity and good reputation. Three, trust in and acknowledge the Lord for direction and guidance. Four, fear the Lord and forsake evil for good health. Five, honor and give praise to the Lord for your possessions and financial well-being. Now, I looked up the word established, and I want to read it to, to you, because it says, it says, I want to read that 10 again, 10, um, or 16, 3, I'm sorry, in Proverbs. The word established, can you read that? Do you have it, Dan? Those of you that are listening to the tape, it's Proverbs, Proverbs 16, 16, 3. Do you have that? Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. That's Proverbs 16.3. Okay. And I was, it was really interesting to me what the word established meant. I was sitting here when Pastor was um, teaching the first part. It means to make stable, make firm, and settle. Now listen to this part. To order, ordain, or appoint permanently. So I'll, I'll go to the, to make stable, make firm, and settle. So your mind will be established, okay? Two, to order, ordain, or appoint permanently. Three, to set up. Four, to settle in an officer position, set up in business or a profession. Well, our profession is Christianity. It's <laughs> what I, you know, my profession. I'm a minister, but my profession is to serve God with all my heart. That that is my what I I see. We are all called to do. Number one. Okay, here we go. Um, to set up a president, P president, 
theory, reputation permanently, cause to be accepted or recognized. Seven, to prove and demonstrate. To prove and demonstrate. This is established. We don't want to know about card games, so. So, my last scripture is in John. And it is 11, verse, uh, chapter 11, verse 40. And this is what we're going to leave with unless Pastor has something else. And Jesus saith unto her, Said I not unto thee, If thou wouldest believe, thou should see the glory of God. He says that to us this year. Did I not tell you and promise you that if you would believe and rely on me, you would see the glory of God? Hallelujah. That's his desire in every area. Did he not say and promise you if you would believe and rely on him that you will see the glory of God? Hallelujah. I remember when God told us to name this church Chekina Glory. So my manifested presence will be in your midst. Hallelujah. And you know, there are people that have come in and visited from out of town or wherever and say, that's one thing they say, the presence of God is so strong in your, in, in your sanctuary. Thank God. Thank God. Because that's, that's what this house was built for prayer and the word and but also the presence of God to allow the presence of God to come in praise God amen believe you learned something okay let's all stand so I want some people to tell me what they get out of Proverbs 10 16 16 16 3 so don't let your dream vision and goal don't be part of the 70%. I think it's even higher, but they were generous to say 70%. You know, I'm going to share just really quick the things that um, on the video this morning. He said, keep obeying God. Two, keep sowing seed. Three, keep walking by faith. Four, don't give up. And five, keep going to church. That's pretty simple, isn't it? Amen. Go ahead, babies. You want me to? You want to go back and all in? Okay. However you want. That way he can greet you all. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Father. Father, I just thank you for the word that has gone forth this morning. God, your desire is for your children to be so built up in the word of God, and to speak it forth. And as they speak it forth, that that you've already prepared, just like when Jesus spoke forth, put down your nets. The fish came in. Go to the first fish. You'll find the tax money. Whatever, whatever we receive in the word, whatever we meditate in the word, whatever we speak out in faith, I thank you, Father God, that you've already prepared it to come to pass. And so, Father God, I thank you that as this congregation, this people 
steps out in faith that you are going to do super abundantly above all that we could dare ask or think. And so, Father, I thank you. I praise you. I glorify God for these people. And I ask you, Father God, to bless them abundantly. Take all sickness, disease, poverty away from their midst. In the name of Jesus, we bind the spirit of infirmity that has tried to attach itself to some people's lives. We won't have it. We bind it, we curse it, and we loosen the power and the anointing of God. And we give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Go with God.